Jason Dominguez. So scary out there, people. A lot of injuries, but hey, we got a games coming up, so we're all excited about these games. We got a lot of people in here today. Uh, we even have a guest caller, guest host coming in the second half of the episode. Thanks for tuning in. We got Price Rugo up in the house. We got Trey Gross up in here. Of course, Pat, producer Pat on the music sounds, doing all the production here myself, and then our guest caller. Gabe will be here in the afternoon, though. P-Man, you set that up, right? Gabe, one of our longtime listeners. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The uh, current champion of uh, the league that I'm commissioner of, the La Liga Full PPR League. Uh, he's a veteran, veteran player. I'm excited to get his takes. Yeah. Trey, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Doing really good. I'm happy uh, we have our first guest on. Pretty pumped. He was uh, he's one of the guys who asked the most questions. He's most active, so he deserves to be uh, – on here first so let's do it <laughs> all right cool uh i don't really have too many news notes other than just you know following up on injuries did you guys have any injuries you wanted to touch up that we didn't maybe cover last time feel like with we... me as always are the super fans gentlemen how was your week uh... it looks like we we got most of them though so but yeah, yeah. i think well, we're good right i don't, yeah, I don't think there's crazy. any big, big headlines a lot of the Wednesday really right. stuff, uh, nothing really comes out. It's usually resting for veterans, so you don't really get the juicy ones till Thursday. Yeah, so, for me yeah. right now, I'm waiting on the news on uh, both McCaffrey and Michael Thomas. They're both long shots, but uh, that's that's pretty much all I'm thinking about. Well, speaking about McCaffrey, why don't we just get into these games? We got a lot of games to cover, guys. We got a nice little halftime show, and then we got our guest host coming into the second half to finish off with the get your guys segment with this as well. So, you guys want to just get in these games, get them started? Let's go. Let's get into it, Pat. What kind of psychic are you? I'm not a god. I can't see everyone's future. My boy's wicked smart. Who's your favorite player? No. Wow. The Get Your Guys Fantasy Football Preview. Yes, yes. We got Thursday Night Football coming up. P-Man just mentioned Mr. CMC waiting to see for injuries. That is the first game coming up on Thursday evening. The Falcons are visiting the Panthers in an over-under game of 51.5 points. These Panthers are the favorites by 2.5. So they're looking for a close game, P. And you you mentioned CMC. With it being so close, are you uh, a little skeptical that he'll be able to be healthy to even put in your lineup? And if he uh, is in the lineup, are you even starting him? Uh, If he's in, I'm starting him. Yeah, I've waited too long to... uh to not put him in when he's in, I'll uh, I'll take the punches if it's a roll with the punches. If it's not a, if it's not working out for me, I, I know my Davis. Davis will, if he comes, uh, if if he's back, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably roll them both out there this first game um, because I think there's a pretty good chance that uh, they could be winning against the Falcons, and there's a pretty good chance that they'll they'll give uh, CMC a little bit lighter load this first game back to to try and make sure that uh, he'll he'll last the the long term this time. 
But um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's up in the air. I've I've got a little bit more hope than some people. I've heard some people put it at ten percent or less. But uh, he's he's been in practice the last two weeks. I mean, not two weeks. Shit, I wish two weeks. The last two <laughs> days, and so now it's uh, it's pretty much a straight up game time decision. They're going to see how he looks in the warm up. So. Uh, Everybody luckily, asked. it's on Thursday, so I'll know. You know, if 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 it's not going to be, then I can pivot. So that's the only good news. Well, definitely, everybody asked. We know we're going to be starting Bridgewater. We're going to be, you know, good matchup against the Falcons. Of course, everybody's onto that train now. We're going to be putting in DJ Moore, of course. Uh, uh, you know, Robbie Anderson on the Falcons, Julio, uh, Matt Ryan, because of Julio's playing, Matt playing right, and then uh, Ridley. Uh, anybody else on the Falcons? I mean, outside Gurley. Uh, anybody else there? I'm sticking with Hurst. I'll uh, I'll put him in. He's had a okay. uh, a couple a couple decent games lately, uh, or I guess two games ago or three games ago. wasn't that great? But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, four catches, fifty seven and a touchdown, and then six for sixty eight last game. So he's working his way into form. I think you know it uh, might might have taken a little time, but tight ends are tough out there. I'd stick with him. Yeah. Correct mundo. Good luck to anybody who's starting people in Thursday night's game. Always scary, though. So let's go ahead and head over to our next game. I'm going to toss this one over to Trey. Trey, this one's going to be the Patriots at our old darling, the Buffalo Bills with Mr. J- uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Kelly Josh over Allen. there. Yeah, Josh Allen over there. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that, that happened right to you last week. <laughs> I know. Josh <laughs> Allen. Like Josh Allen. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I guess uh, we were big on him, and now he seems to have dropped off. Uh, it's going to be a low-scoring game, at least according to Vegas. We've seen the bad stuff coming out of the Patriots' cam side offense. Also, 42 points is the over-under. The line's at 3.5 for Buffalo. Is this a game that Josh Allen you can kind of trust to kind of bounce back at? Do you, or do you see it low-scoring? And Trey, yeah. after you're done, I have a better day's bet on this one, so Hell yeah. I'll jump in with that. I like the under for sure if you're a gambler. 42 seems really easy. I like the under on that one. Uh, Bill's... Um, they're just having problems right now, man. They can't run the ball at all. It, you know, they can't run with Singletary. They can't run with Moss. Uh, Moss had a decent game for his first time last game, but they just don't have anything on the ground. It's only Josh Allen. So they're kind of one-dimensional. People know this, so they're kind of playing him as so. So Josh Allen's not a bad quarterback. He's just kind of getting figured out, and he's not having a running game to really help him out. So uh, it's tough, man. I, I expect a real low-scoring game with the Patriots. Their strengths are secondary. The Bills can't run. Their strengths are offense passing, so it's a bad matchup for the Bills. This could be a sneaky Patriots cover, even a Patriots win. Depends on Cam Newton and his robot arm, if it's healthy or not. It's hard to say because he looked completely different since he's come back since the COVID. So. Oh, that Cam Newton is something else. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't know what kind of Cam we're going to get. So without that knowing, I'm not starting any Patriot at all. I mean, none of them. I, white? I don't see. You, would you consider white? No, yeah, you know, no. no, not even no, that. Huh? He was, he was, he was bulletproof. And, uh, and as as you get, I mean, his three games, you know, he was getting uh, six, nine point four, eleven point three. Then last week, he got no carries, no, and one target. And he got point eight. Like it just it vanished. And so there's no upside there. And then if you're gonna allow me to get a bagel or one, then I'm out, right? So yeah. uh, I can't play James White. It's a, literally an even split between him, Burkhead, and Harris. Um, they're never playing from ahead. So the running game's kind Stay of Stay away from these Patriots, he said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely want when you can't play. You can't – I mean, maybe sure. Bird in a PPR if you're really desperate, but I would just not play any just of the stay Patriots. Stay away from them all. Yeah. We're Cam definitely- on better days, you got to see – we got to see he's back, and then I would only play Cam moving forward. Well, we definitely like Diggs and Beasley on the Bills to kind of put in finally, right? Yeah, Diggs, Beasley, and I'm hearing John Brown's probably going to come back finally. So yeah. hopefully all that's right. a good sign because that Josh Allen has definitely played different since John Brown's been out. Seems like we got some bets ahead of us, Pat. What's the good word? 
oh yeah, we got a better days on this one. And uh, y'all might have answered it already, but uh, Damian Harris versus uh, Devin Singletary in this one. Harris is the, <laughs> the top uh, projected yeah. uh, back, but neither of them doing much. If you know, people are I think are having to start these two. So who do you who do you guys got? Uh, let's start with Trey. Against this game and this matchup, oh man, I think uh, I think the Bills are going to try to run it down their throat. That's how. Uh, uh, who played the Patriots last week? Was it Denver? Niners. Uh, Niners. Yeah, and they, yeah. And they, it was Niners, and they did that. Um, Shanahan had the greatest game plan ever. They don't want you to do this. They actually put eight guys in a box, but they're mostly secondary guys. They kind of trick you, and they 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 almost want you to run in the box. But then you're like, oh shit, there's too many people. We're not going to run, but they're all 195, 205. They're not they're not big guys. They're secondary guys. So yeah. uh, Shanahan was really smart and slick. He stuck with it, and it worked out in his favor. And I think the Bills are going to take a little. Uh, page out of that book, and I think they're going to pound the rock this week. So I'm going to I'm going to take Singletary over Harris. All I'm right, gonna get wild. I'm going to get wild and go with Harris. Fuck it, let's dance. All right, P man. I'm going to do the same thing. I think uh, that Harris is establishing himself as the lead ball carrier, and I really think the Patriots need to think about running the ball more and trying to establish that as a way to ease the pressure off of Cam because Cam really needs to. Uh, to have a little bit less on his plate, it looks like. Yeah, that, that's a. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, vote for uh, Jared here. I'm gonna go ahead and take. Uh, I'll take the other side. I'll take Devin Singletary, and uh, see if he can get things going in that Bills offense. I think Jared would approve. Yeah, Bears. I, I think. Bears. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to this next game here. P man, we got the Titans going to the Bengals. The Titans are five and a half point favorites over these Bengals. Another high scoring affair. We saw both the Titans and the Bengals put up a lot of points last week. Uh, this over under is at 53 and a half uh, with those Titans again going. So definitely on the Titans, you know, we like Tannehill. We like King Henry to put in. We like AJ Brown. Uh, who else? Uh, I guess Johnu Smith for sure. But who else do you like over there on the Titans to put in in that game against the Bengals? Um, I think that's it, man. I'm really, yeah. I'm yeah. really hoping and praying for a bounce back from Johnu. Uh, they said he was okay with that ankle last week, but he only had one catch. So, fingers crossed there. I, I, don't, I don't have the trust in Corey Davis or Adam Humphreys. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty straightforward four man team. You know, one one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, one tight end. What's that latest on? Uh... On Mixon, by the way, anyway, with the Bengals. It's uh, probable. I haven't followed it. What do you yeah, see? Uh, yeah, I know Trey's got him in a league. Yeah. It's probable right now? Yes. Well, they're, they're, they're saying day-to-day, but he almost played last week. So the, the word okay. on the street is that he's probably going to play. They there's definitely need him a, in this matchup. There's also a theory yeah. that could hold him out till after the bye. I hope that didn't happen, but Oof. I did just uh, I did just get, get got traded Geo in one league by a certain person who is on here that will remain a name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took a flyer, man. Everybody's been talking bad about Geo. I, I think uh, things can't be as bad as they seem. And once the uh, coverages shift to Claypool, I think G, uh, I mean, uh, Juju. I think Juju might might get some uh, some better days ahead. Speaking of better days, well, in a, high, I liked it. in a high scoring game, we definitely probably like Boyd and uh, what Mr. T Higgins and Green both in there. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I think you got to play all I'm three because all three, they're all good. yeah from behind and he's throwing 50 balls his game and he's on pace to set the rookie passing yard record so I, I think all three are in play I don't like AJ Green but I mean he's gotten uh, 11 targets and 13 targets the last two games he doesn't have any touchdowns he's only getting eight to nine yards to catch but he's very much safe and consistent now seems like so yeah 
11.7 his last two games. Well, before, before we leave that game again, that is an over under 53 and a half. Anything with over 50, you know, you're hoping players from that game are in your lineup, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And I don't, Johnu, man, I mean, it, the, I own him in a league. I'm probably going to have to start him. But if you, if you can find a streamer out there, I, I wouldn't, you know, it's tough, man. I mean, he, they said he was pretty much 100% and he caught, he only caught one ball. So I don't buy anything they're saying. Uh, I know it's hard to not, start Janu, but I'm just saying uh, if you got a if you got another tight end out there which seems like there is I wouldn't you know I wouldn't hesitate to look at him let's just say that so also before we leave Jay I have a, a better days bet on this one as well Ooh. let's do uh, let's do this one really quickly the quarterbacks uh, Burrow versus Tannehill on this one uh, let's start with you Jay you like I know you're a, a Tannehill fan but uh, any uh, affi- uh, affection for a Burrow there no, in this matchup, definitely I'll stick with Tanny Hill. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree with that as well. Uh, Rugal, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my uh, my God damn, that is a close one. My <laughs> uh, my my fallback, Pat. You know, I'm a, I'm a game script kind of guy, yeah. and uh, that means nice that the Bengals post. should be throwing and uh, trying to come from behind. I'm gonna stick with uh, Joe Burrow to have a second straight big game. Mm. All righty, Trey. Yeah, I think Henry's going to be able to run the ball on the Bengals, and they're going to be able to get up with the run, and then uh, that's they're going to manage the game the first three quarters, and it's going to be all fourth-quarter Bengals, and I'll take Joe Burrow. Uh, coming from behind, running, throwing, and, uh, yeah, hopefully getting that 25-point mark right around there. Yeah, I'll go, I'm taking uh, Burrow. I'll go Burrow for uh, Jared as well because I think that's what he'd do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can just oh, yeah. feel it in my bones. The times that Tannehill struggles is against teams where they can run the ball with Henry and not have to use Tannehill at all. So right. that's kind of where it's like, man, it's tough because he blew up Houston. He blew up Buffalo. Those two secondaries suck. Like Buffalo and Houston can't cover anyone right now. Um, and so I just want to see what he does against a, um, you know, a, a team where um, – that can't stop Henry, you know, or can't stop Henry, I should say. So yeah, let's, let's not happens. let's not say that he struggles. Let's just say his fantasy points aren't up to par because they're running. He's not struggling. No, when I say, when I say he struggles, I meant his fantasy output struggles yeah, yeah, because yeah, they, yeah. they don't need him to. So that's my, Do you my understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> but hey, he can always dump it down to Henry, and you know he could take it ninety yards. So you never know. Trey, let's talk about this next game because I know you got ballers on both of these teams right here. These are, and, and you got some fans who are the uh, fans of the Raiders who are traveling to the Browns. I know you got some Mr. Kareem Huntstock there. Again, this is an over under 51 and a half. Uh, Cleveland is favored here in this game, though. But what's the latest on Kareem? Uh, you know, is he 100%? Uh, do you expect him to have a big day with these Raiders? Yeah, I do. Uh, I don't know if he's 100%. No yeah. one's really sharing information with us. They said he was limited in practice yesterday with his ribs. Ribs suck. They're going to carry over just like a hamstring week to week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's so safe, playing from ahead, playing from behind. Um, this Dearness Johnson guy is not special like we thought he was. Right. So, you know, Kareem Hunt running back five overall, six overall, depending what league you're looking at. You know, I – I hit, he was one of my get your guys week one. I said he's running back two. He's going to be in or been running back one eventually. Um, and so, yeah, it's all coming coming through. And he's a stud. And he's doing this while beat up with banged up ribs. So hopefully he's healthy, man, and he'll really show out against the, the Raiders. I got a question. Are you thinking you're better than me? 
These wide receivers, there's a lot of questions out there for these wide receivers. And there's the other guy there with the Calderell, who's supposed to be coming back, who was originally the three men. Who are you seeing emerge out of this uh, wide receiver crew from the Browns as somebody people can trust? Yeah, man, I I think it's going to be – it's tough to put all your chips on a rookie when you haven't seen them yet, but yeah. Peoples Jones is it looks intriguing. Uh, real intriguing. Higgins always splashes. He's got a chemistry with Baker going back um, to last year. Yeah. Um, and and Baker likes him. And Brugel hit it right on the head with, with uh, Odell gone. Baker's like free. I, I heard a I heard a fucking silly stat where when he threw a touchdown to some I think either tight end or running back last two games ago where Baker was healthy. Uh, ODB was healthy. He actually, instead of running up and celebrating with the guy he threw a touchdown to, he actually ran up and to ODB and Landry and was like patting their helmet, basically, ah. saying, basically saying like, hey, it's okay. I'm going to get you next. I'm going to get you next. So there's there's word on the street that there's pressure, you know, to get these guys the ball. And it's almost like now that ODB's gone, his, his shackles came off and he's free. And he just had his best game of his fucking career last game, you know. Yeah. And so uh, it's not a coincidence. It's out without ODB, his best weapon. And I think he's a – he doesn't have the pressure of going to one guy as much, and he's actually going through his reads and progressions the way you should as an NFL quarterback. So props to him, and hopefully it continues. On the Raiders, we're just going with Josh Jacobs and Waller, right? Or is there somebody else in there? Nah, I mean, yeah, Josh Jacobs, Waller. And then if you want to, you know, I, I like Aguilar now as the best receiver. Um, I know it's crazy to say, but he's got a touchdown three straight games. Um Touchdown, touchdown, bye, touchdown. Um, and he's averaged pretty good, point, uh, you know, five to six catches, 40 to 60 yards in those games. So it's not just one catch. So it looks like Aguilar he's a uh, man. Damn it. I forgot it. Yeah. It's crazy, <laughs> man. He's actually catching the I ball dro- now. I'd like that guy is complaining in the clip. I dropped the ball on that. So <laughs> that's irony. Yep. I've got, yep, so. got a question with uh, with Watson and uh, Kyler Murray, both on a bye. Would you look at either one of these guys as a streamer? Either Mayfield sure. or Carr? Both of them. Uh, I think uh, Baker, I think uh, the Browns defense, the secondary assists, it's very suspect to passing. We saw what Joe Burrow did uh, the week before that. They got lit up, too. I don't remember who it was, but the Browns have not true. been true. The Browns have not been great against the pass. And uh, the Raiders, it seems like they just get in these open script games and, and uh, they're physical, but they can still get lit up in the pass as well. So uh, if I had to pick one. ooh, I like Carr a lot more than most, but I like Baker without ODB there. Um, I would. I'd probably go Carr just because, um, yeah, just because I like him a little bit more than Baker. And yeah, um, I feel like Carr's got the higher floor, but Baker's maybe a higher ceiling. You know, Baker showed he can have that five touchdown game last week, but uh, Carr, but Carr's guaranteed to get you 20. Yeah, I don't think Baker's ever going to throw over than 300 yards, though. You know, it doesn't seem like he's ever going to do that. I don't know. We'll, I could be we'll wrong, see how these, uh, these new receivers come along. He looked pretty good last week. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Before and last week, it, it's high. all about the Raiders going back and forth with them. You know, if the Raiders can keep up, yeah. then uh, then they'll push them through the fourth quarter. So be, before they played Cincinnati, which everyone you know, Cincinnati and Jacksonville are probably the two worst uh, pasties. Like he, he, his high on the year was two forty seven. His high before mm-hmm. that was two nineteen, and he had three, four games under two hundred one eighty nine, one fifty six, one sixty five, one nineteen. Like that—that's crazy low yardage. So exactly, yeah. mundo. It's—it's it's all just, about uh, the freedom, though. Now that uh, that you know, uh, R. Kelly Part Two, Mister uh, Odell Beckham is uh, is all gone. Uh, we'd like oh, yeah, no, some I, uh, some freedom, you know, some uh, some some more 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 distribution. I feel like he's a uh, he can be a good quarterback, man. I saw it last week, and I, I saw it his rookie year. So 
Uh, I want to see it without playing Cincinnati, then I'm all in. If he does it again with the Raiders, then I'd be like, all right, my, my eye will actually, eyebrow will lift and I'll actually take notice. But oh, yeah. it's a it's Cincinnati a, one game. I'm going to chalk it up to a great matchup. You uh, know, he's, he's, he, he's a matchup streamer always. Never, never yeah. anything more than a matchup streamer. Exactly. He's just a football player. <laughs> all right, Ice. Hey, P, I want to come to you on this next game here. This one is another 50-point over-under game. The Colts traveling to the Lions. The Colts are favored by a field goal. Uh, they're expecting a lot of points here. Uh, two rookie running backs, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. Who's going to have the better game here, and who do you even care to start on the Colts? Uh, on the Colts, it's definitely, like you said, Taylor. Um, out of that question, before I get into the Colts players, I'm going to take – Taylor over Swift this week, just because I feel like his role is more more defined. Um, there's a chance that uh, Matt Patricia could use Peterson and or carry on Johnson yeah. more than uh, more than we'd like. But uh, I think going forward, they're both of them have the arrow going up. You know, we we like rookie running backs the second half of the year. So uh, those are two guys I would definitely target if you were looking to to get a guy later this week. Um, don't I don't trust, I don't trust T.Y. Hilton. He's uh, completely lost uh, anything that uh, fantasy value that uh, that he had from the beginning of the year. Uh, deep, deep D.Y. dart throw would be uh, would be Marcus Johnson. Uh, he had a hundred plus yards in their last game, and it looks like maybe he's he could take over the receiving maybe. spot. And then uh, a stash would be Michael Pittman, their second round rookie. I hear he's coming back soon. Mm. But uh, the the only the only receiving option that I would start comfortably would probably be Trey Burton. He, uh, he showed he's got the versatility. Uh, he was playing in the Wildcat. He had a rushing touchdown. And he looks like he's taken the, the starting spot from Doyle and Mo Cox. So, uh, yeah, on the Colts side, it's Trey Burton. On the, the opposite side, to do with he's a Golden with... Domer also. Oh, Burton's not a Golden, golden Domer. Isn't he? <laughs> no, no, no. Burton's not from uh, from Notre Dame. I can't oh, remember I thought where he's so. from. Oh, he's my from... bad. In Michigan? What the hell is that? Ooh, yeah, that'd be the opposite. He's from Florida. Florida, yeah. He's from Florida. Yeah. My bad. So, so you you had the same household. He's uh he's one of Angela's Gator guys, yeah. but uh, oh, they say he's the best. He ain't the best. He's nothing. I'm not the best. But on the other side, I'd start I'd start Hawkinson as well. He uh he's a low end. Yeah. You know him and Burton are in that low end tight end one uh, uh territory. Hawkinson and of Galladay. course you're always you're always rolling out Galladay. But uh, I'm I'm not I'm not doing either quarterback man. Matt Stafford doesn't look good to me. They want to run the ball too much, and uh, Philip Rivers is never on the radar. Hawkinson is. Hawkinson's tight end number six overall, and it's just really consistent, you know, 14, 8, 7, 9, 9, 14. So, yeah, he's the clear steady. number two option behind Galladay. You know, uh, Marvin Sir. Jones is, is gone away, and now it's it's, it's the Hawk and Galladay show. Hey, Rugal, you had a great point. Uh, keep an eye on uh, Marcus Johnson. He's a four, four-year vet out of UT. Um, and, um, you know, he, he blew up last week for 100 or two weeks ago. Uh, eight catch, Eight targets, five catches, 108. Then he has the bye week. So that's very intriguing. So coming out the bye, I think they might actually try to work him in a little bit more. So he's a sneaky, sneaky guy. Call me now for your free reading. Yeah, some, <laughs> some, someone's got to catch the passes. So let's think, exactly. let's, you know, let's tab Marcus Johnson for now until we see different. Yeah. Trey, I got, I got a big high scoring game here for you. Both these quarterbacks might actually eat. This is the Vikings going to the Packers over under 51 and a half. The Packers are favored by six and a half on the Packers side. Naturally, you can start Aaron Jones, uh, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Jones, we're not so sure uh, yet. 
Uh, Devonta Adams, naturally, uh, you know you're going to start Thielen on the other side, Dalvin Cook if he's healthy. But on the Packers, do we know any more on the Aaron Jones? Is he coming back or is Jamal kind of a roll him out again? Snack bar, Lambeau Field. I was I was, uh, I was, told that they might actually hold him out again uh, as a precautionary just because Jamal's that good. And I think they have a bye next week. I'm pulling it up. Um, does Packers already know? had their bye. Okay, already had their bye. My computer's running slow. So uh, Jamal Williams is stud. So if Aaron's out, you're, you're firing up Jamal. Yeah. If Aaron plays, you're firing up him. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you can't really play anyone else besides Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah. I mean, nothing. You can't play anything on that side. Vikings, but Jefferson, you're definitely playing Jefferson, man. And mm. you can't, you cannot leave him on your bench with a threat to throw up fucking 40 points in your given week, you know? So uh, he's thrown up 30 already once, 38 once. So like over 30 twice so like you can't have the risk of that sitting on your bench when he goes off he's baby um, tyler lockett yeah he's uh he's crazy with these boom boom weeks um just like you know tyler lockett has two games with three touchdowns but then he also has a couple games with zero points you know or yep. one so justin jefferson um very much like tyler lockett um and it looks like kirk cousins building chemistry with them after a bye i love week rookies even more so I expect a big game out of Jester Jefferson, and I think they're going to be uh, trying to keep up with old, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams. So, yeah, definitely him. Uh, you can't start, you know, any of the tight ends from either side. So, yeah, not worth yeah. it. But Cook, I'm hearing good things. Cook's back, and he should explode. So, he's hey, man. This Sorry. one's going to be real, real easy for you here. This oh, <laughs> for, yeah. probably for most folks here. This is the Jets going to the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs. <laughs> The Chiefs are 19 and a half point favorites. Trey, have you ever seen a line that big? Is that the biggest line or have you seen bigger? No, and actually it came out, uh, Jason, it was 21 on Monday. So it oh, actually, wow. I, yeah, I think it might have broke. While yeah. you're at it, why don't you ask the man about the point spread? <laughs> it, uh, that's crazy. 21 fucking points, man. I, that's, that's nuts, man. I've never seen anything bigger than that, Jay. Only in college. Only so in college. it looks like. P, uh, you're probably going to start all your Chiefs and none of your Jets, or is this something where maybe we see the Chiefs get ahead early and they just put it on cruise control and it's a low-scoring 24 to you know three game? Uh, I could see them really uh, trying to get both Edward Tiller and Bell. You know, some, oh, good, some nice good reps. Second half, yeah, some good reps, uh, especially Bell. You know, if this game's getting a little bit. Uh, a little bit out of hand. Uh, the Jets were, were were in a gathering information mode. You know, you don't you don't start any Jet right now. You maybe have a couple stashed. Uh, Crowder Man, is, is yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one I've got stashed in the league. One the only league I don't have Crowder, or one of the leagues I don't have Crowder. I've got Mim stashed as to see what happens between him Paraman. Uh, Crowder's trending downward, so don't expect him to play. Uh, P Ryan, this is just not the game to play him. You know, there'll be there'll be days in the future. Um, on the other side, we're pretty much just hoping that uh, what happened last week doesn't happen again to where the Chiefs scored a bunch of defensive and special teams touchdowns to where the uh, the, the players weren't needed. So, uh, yeah, man, we're like I said, you're going to roll out Bell again. Uh, if you a little nice flex option, the obvious starts are always Edward Tiller, Hill, Kelsey. Uh, I'm not going to look at any of the other receiving options. It looks like they've got Watkins projected. I'm not interested in him, Hardman, or Robinson. <laughs> Do you foresee a revenge game here from Bell just going ham? I can see I that. that. I can see that. Definitely second yeah. half, you know, like uh, he hasn't hit 100 yards rushing since he left the Steelers. So, uh, like, uh, there's definitely some uh, some sour grapes on Bell's end, and uh, I could see the Andy Reid trying to, trying to really shove it in Adam Gase's face. Yeah. Gase's face. 
Trey, yeah, I would uh, only start. I would only start Paramin or Mims if Crowder sat, and I would I only like pick Mims. one. Mims yeah. is interesting, right? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. interesting because as a rookie, your first game out, you're going to get 80 snaps, which he led the team in. Seven targets, four receptions, 42 yards. As a rookie, first game out the gates. I mean, yeah. that's pretty well, pretty impressive. The rate the rate that rookie receivers are hitting this year, you know, you you want to you want to exactly. stash these guys because they like you know the they were hyped up as the the best class in years, and they're they're proving it. Yeah, I still like, and I still like real quick, Jay. I still like Perriman a lot, guys. He was just he just got beat up, man, early yeah, on. I think up. first or second drive, he caught two catches for twenty seven yards. He was one of my prop bets of the week. He only had to get over forty four yards, and he he got twenty seven on the first drive. And it's just bad luck, guys. I mean, this is happening everywhere. So if he if he's healthy and playing, and Crowder's out, I would definitely start Perriman um, over Mims because he's, he's been Sylvester so Stallone over the top. <laughs> this is a light little foreshadowing though then too i think we need to get into a quick little halftime hit and then try to bring in our uh guest host for the second half of the show though it's a halftime hits. it's scary Yes. Oh, man. We got Halloween right around the corner here. It's getting a little scary out there. Some players that are scaring a lot of us right now, though, too. We don't really know what to do with some of them, and uh, we'd like to just pass the buck. Um, P, Trey, I know you guys got to, even Pat's got a guy. We all got a scary guy we want to go over. If you guys don't mind, let me go into mine so that way I can then toss it over to uh, toss it over to you guys in next uh, so I can get my halftime hits. But uh, uh, my, my scary guy, Pat, you didn't have any sound effect for us here, do you? Uh, yeah, I can get you some scary. Uh, like a little scream, like, here. oh, no. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I can drop something in here, yeah. J.K. Dobbins, that's kind of my scary oh. guy right now. The reason why he's scary for me is... He may not ever be anything right now, and I'm still holding on to him. I'm getting offers for him. There's some people who could be starting, and I'm still holding on to him. So that's a guy that I'm scared that if he he may not materialize though. So I mean, I mean, am, am I am I getting uh am I going over the top here, Trey? Tell me about this Dobbins. I mean, how are you seeing him? Or or tell me about your scary guy if you don't want to talk about mine. Yeah, I'll talk about yours real quick. I mean, his is super, yours is super scary because it's it's either all or nothing with him, it seems like. I mean, he only gets one carry a game, but it's either one yard or 40 yards, right? And he's not getting many catches, and that's the one thing we all thought he was going to get was going to be the third down back. Um, they're kind of rotating Gus Edwards in way too much, so that's making Big it very time. scary for me. I'm holding on to Dobbins and Dynasty. I've already traded him away and, and redraft, but if I had him in redraft, now that Ingram's – it looks like he's not going to play this week. Dobbins' projections already shot up to 11. Um, so it might just be Dobbins and Edwards splitting it this week. And if he actually comes through finally and shows out, uh, he might actually get the play when Ingram comes back. So but he could go either if way. Edwards, if Edwards gets more touches, very scary. Yeah, but Edwards is Edwards. I don't see Edwards going one way or another. I think he's going to be the 10 to 12 guy, carry guy with fucking 50 yards a game. And that's Edwards. But I, okay. it's the Ingram-Dobbins dynamic. That's the intriguing part with Ingram out. Uh, Dobbins has a real sneaky shot here, and so let's just see if he, you know, capitalizes on this on this weekend. Well, I don't so want to spend too much time. But yeah, go ahead. Go, go to your yeah, scary guy. My though. scary guy is fucking Lamar Jackson. So 
I never draft quarterbacks early in redrafts, and I actually, um, and when I do, it's it's usually a, a guy I really trust and believe in. Um, and and I took I took uh, Lamar Jackson um, early. I took him in round three in a league, and I took him in round three in a dynasty league. And that, that's just way too early for me on quarterbacks in general. I thought he was can't miss. You know, I thought he was bulletproof. Um, but we're finding out that you can actually regress in passing. I never thought you could actually do that. I thought if he showed out as good as he did year two, he'd progress to year three and keep turning in that direction. But that's not the case, and I don't know what's going on. He he's he's reading everything right. I'm I'm reading. Uh, he's going through his progressions right. He's making the right read, but he's just not making the accurate throw, uh, even underneath and over the middle, and then down deep. He's really missing the deep ball accuracy, guys. I mean, this is really bad, really scary, which is hurting Hollywood Brown really bad. So. Um, you know, it's bad. Uh, he's quarterback 13 right now, or quarterback 12, actually, on the year. Everyone drafted him to be one or two. So, and then here's the worst part. I'm going to pull up the schedule, and you're going to love this part. I mean, this is where you, you might end up actually um, trying to trying to trade his ass because it's it's this, I mean, it's crazy. He plays all the top defenses in a row. Um, and let me pull it up. Here it is, Lamar. So his next games are, he has a bye, and then he plays Pittsburgh. The number one defense in the whole NFL at Indianapolis, probably the number two defense in the whole NFL at New England and then Tennessee, so, sort of an open game, come back down to earth game, but then at Pittsburgh again. So his next fucking four out of five games are really, really, really hard. So sell, sell, sell. Yeah, man. And I, I don't even know if I can sell him, dude, because I drafted him so high, but it's just like you hope he got he got banged up with the knee. He didn't run very much in a couple games. You're hoping this bye week he gets a little healthier, but I, that's not going to make him throw any better. So I'm just kind of worried about him, guys, going forward. I always knew he wasn't the greatest, in my opinion, NFL quarterback because of the way he plays in the playoffs when people make him one-dimensional. But I thought he was a bulletproof, a full safe, uh, foolproof um, uh, uh, fantasy asset, and I was wrong. And so hopefully he can turn this thing around, man. He did have his last – the last game, he had his best game. It's 31.24 against the Eagles. So, so high. Hopefully that's, hopefully that's a sign to come. Yeah, you can sell high off that. Bryce, who's your scary guy? My scary guy is someone that's uh, that's cost me a lot this year, man. I've got him in my dynasty league, and uh, McCaffrey was my number one back, and Josh Jacobs is my number two. McCaffrey went down, so I thought, all right, I'll ride Josh Jacobs. It's no big deal. Man, this guy has really, really been disappointing me. You know, he had a season low, 4.6 points, and only 49% snaps last week. I know it was a bad game against the uh, the Bucks, but Jesus, that was just awful performance. Uh, he's had three games in single digits this year. It looks like uh, Jalen Richard and Devontae Booker are uh, the garbage time slash passing down backs, which is uh, not good at all. I was really hoping for the receiving downs this year for Josh Jacobs. And uh, he's only got 3.4 yards per carry this year. I don't know if that Oakland offensive line is opening up, you know, big enough holes for him, or maybe he's not running as hard. But uh uh, to top it all off, the scariest thing, guys, is he had a limited practice today with a knee issue that just popped up. So it's like, Jesus, man, I don't know what to what to think about him. I know a lot of people probably drafted him in the back of the first, early second round. And uh, I don't know, man, if uh, I've got him in Dynasty and he's young, so I'm going to be sitting on him. But right now he's a number 13 running back. And uh, I think that's kind of propped up by a 33 and a 21 point performance. And I'd probably be looking to ship him on if uh, if I could. Rubel, I have a point on that. Um, I think I think there's a little Miles Sanders in this guy. Um, both super athletic, both beast, but it's almost like the team knows they can't handle the load because of injuries, so they're not wanting to give him the load. Hence the Booker, hence the the, the uh, Richard guy. So uh, yeah, I mean, 
Josh Jacobs injured again, Miles Sanders injured again, you know, and as soon as they get there, it's almost like they don't want to give them all the snaps, all the touches. But as soon as they did with Miles, he got hurt. So I'm thinking the Raiders kind of know this about Josh because he actually played injured all the last year with the shoulder and um, I believe what is an ankle or knee. Um, so yeah, it's just tough, man. That's the only thing I can think of is why he's not out there all the fucking time. Uh, he didn't get a workload in college, so we don't know if he can take the workload, right? So he was actually a third down back in college, which is weird. Damien Harris was the first and second down back. And so Josh kind of like flew under the radar with, can he take the workload? Can he take the hits? Can he take the punishment? So that's just something to keep an eye on going forward with him. It's a good point. Good point. Pat? Hey, with Miles. Hey, with Miles, my guy. Uh, my guy um, is a guy that I own in the MFL. And a guy that I thought could be, you know, a wide receiver, maybe low in one, uh, solid wide receiver two, and that is uh, Darius Slayton. And maybe I was an idiot for thinking that, but he had some really flash games, you know, uh, started out really strong with a, a 28 point performance, uh, then kind of went dormant and then gave you a 19 in, in a week five and then a solid 10 in week six against some division opponents against uh, Dallas and Washington, uh, respectively. And then it seems once last uh, last week in that Eagles game, once Sterling Shepard hit the uh, hit the field, it seemed like Slayton was a ghost. I couldn't see him; he was like transparent out there. So uh, it was very frustrating. I'm hoping that's not a trend. I'm hoping that was just, as my man Rugal would say, uh, that negative game script for uh, for Mr. Slayton. But you know, I thought with the name Slayton. And then I am kind of scared on what his value can be. Can I move him? I don't know if, what value he has because he's so up and down. The inconsistencies just really scare me. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So that is my the music scary. in the background is scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, you've been you've been background. playing that though, Pat. I like that. Scary, I don't know what you're talking about, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like we're not meaning to play it it's so low. It's crazy. Wait, Maybe it's other, our our guest person who's coming though. in. It's like, oh, I'm hearing other music. <laughs> well, what is that? Uh-oh. Sounds like we got Champ. Champ is here. Is that him walking, come, trying to come in from the back door? Oh, the, pirate, the pyrotechnics just went off. Do we have a, a guest on the line? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, hello, everyone. Is uh, this Gabe? Gabe is in the house? This is Gabe. Gabe is in the house. You can't see, but I just uh, walked down my steps, uh, or up my steps, arms raised, uh, pumping oh, yeah. in the air. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Philadelphia Eagle fans. <laughs> super happy to be here. I appreciate you guys, uh, the super kind words you guys all gave me uh, when you first started the show today. Thank you so much. Uh, been listening to all the podcasts and uh, happy to jump in and, and be a part of this one. So thank you guys. Hell yeah. Is it Gabe or Gab? Um, depending on what league, I've got alter egos. Uh, <laughs> Dynasty, I've transitioned into Gab. Uh, and and, and, I, and that way I can call with two different people as well into the podcast as needed. So alter and, you, ego. And, and you get the gift of Gab. Yeah, the gift yeah, of there. Gab. That, that is definitely what I have. Yeah. Well, Gab, well, I'm gonna come it. to you. I'm gonna come to you with a game here in a minute. But let me toss this first one over to Trey first. I'll come come back to you here in a second, Gab. Uh, we're gonna go with the Rams at the Dolphins. Trey, uh, forty six is the over under. Uh, the Rams are favored by three and a half. Uh, it looks like on the Rams, we still the running back situation's odd. You're definitely gonna be putting out your two starting wide receivers for the Rams. 
uh, on the uh, Dolphins. Uh, I'll let you get into them next. But on the Rams running backs, ooh, yeah. who are you putting? I mean, really? Oh, bro. I mean, Michael Brown looked like the best runner last week. Anderson's right. you know, the, the guy they want to be the guy. Um, but it's just when Malcolm Brown's healthy and he wants to show out, he, he shows out. So it's tough. Uh, Akers, I don't know if it's an attitude or rib. I don't know. I like the guy the most out of the three. But until he actually gets the carries, I can't. Can you start any of them? Yeah, that's the tough part, man. I think you can literally flip a coin on Henderson and Brown. And I hate saying that. That's not great advice. Mm. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I think that's what it's coming down to. It's literally the Singletary Zach Moss show. It's like flip a coin, pick one. They're both probably going to end right around 10 to 12. You know, um, it's tough. To, or not. Or not. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd have to lean Henderson there, Trey, I, I think a little bit. Yeah, it seems uh, like yeah, I would, I would, got a higher I would ceiling. Agree. I would agree with you if you're just going off numbers, but if you watch the eyeballs in the game against Chicago, mm, like every it. analyst, every guy is like Malcolm Brown was out there physically imposing his will against Chicago, who's right. a very physical defense. Yeah. And so it was intriguing to watch him uh, healthy. Let's just say that like he was banged up before that. So that's why I'm like, I, I, it should be Henderson. You know, he has probably the more talent, the more upside, but I don't know what Sean McVay is going to do. And McVay's really killing fantasy across the Rams in general. Um, is a big article that came out where he uh, he does so much different stuff where no one's really going to get all the volume and all the load. And if they do, it's going to be like a game script game where it came out of nowhere. We're like Robert Woods all of a sudden has, you know, 180 yards out of nowhere. Yeah. But it's right. like week to week. It, yeah. We don't know what the fuck we're going to get. And this defense is actually pretty good. So it's yeah. tough, man. You got to temper expectations on Cup, on Woods. I can't play any of the tight ends, Higby or Everett. Yeah. Um, you know, you flip a coin on Henderson and Brown. That's what I would say. Putting in uh, Devontae yeah. Parker and Gaskin, at least, on the other side? Oh, yeah. Gaskin's a must-start. Yeah. I mean, Anybody he's, else? He's, Parker as well. Uh, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to lay low on Preston Williams, and I'm going to lay low on Tua until, you know, I want to see what that chemistry is like. But Parker, uh, I think he had the bye week. Yep, Parker had the bye week last week. So he was banged up all week. I'm hoping he, all year he should be 100% now. So I'm thinking Parker's finally ready to roll 100%. Anybody rolling out Tua? This Rams D line, man, yeah. you don't want to put him out there like that with Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah. and I don't, th- I don't think you can start Gasicki yet either until you see the chemistry uh, with Tua. Um, he's kind of like, he, he's a big talking point right now. Gasicki, he's either zero or ten, you know. So um, it's tough, man. That's all I got for that game. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and go over to Gab on this next one here. Gab, this one is uh, the Steelers going to the Ravens. The over-unders at 46.5. The Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I know you have Lamar Jackson, but I want to start on the Steelers first, though. And the Steelers, it seems like we probably like all three of those receivers, and we're going to put in James Conner, so we'll put in Juju. Uh, we'll put in Deontay Johnson if he's healthy, right? We'll put in some Claypool. Uh, anybody else on the Steelers there that uh, that we need to consider outside of those guys there? No, I would say you you pretty much had it. You know, with those three receivers now, especially after the last game for Deontay and and Juju finally coming back to um, where we thought he might be, um, you never know. You know, all three of them um, could easily get the t- the the twelve targets and eight catches, and so it's I guess going to be kind of the great game skip who who who's covering them. Right. But if you have them, you're playing them. You know, I've been I traded for Deontay. I'm all on him. Um, Everybody that picked up Claypool, obviously, you're you're playing him. And um, I actually benched Juju last week for the first time um, in one league because I haven't been two. 
you know, but um, in this game, I, I, you know, expecting, I, I mean, that's not too high of an over under 46 and a half, I think, but, but uh, you're playing if you have them most likely, especially with bye weeks and injuries and everything like that. Um, Big Ben, I guess, is intriguing in, in leagues that have a super flex, you know, um, but Ravens. He, uh, I wouldn't play him. And then, and then the Ravens, um, I mean, you're, you're playing Lamar Jackson every single week, I think. And, oh, yeah. But, but this is definitely yeah. one where, you know, you're not expecting probably 30. You're just, you know, you're hoping he gets it because he is going up against a de- decent matchup. You guys talked about the running backs earlier. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, well, Hollywood Brown we're putting in and we're putting in our tight end store. What's the story with uh, your boy, Mark? Uh, I mean, I, I I was looking to potentially get rid of him. but he, He's so, so, so hit or miss. I, I don't know exactly how high he's ranked right now, but he's got – um, seven overall in PPR, four in standard, and, and that's, it's either twenty points or three points. Is exactly, what I'm looking at. two monster games for sure. Yep. Um, you know, there's multiple tight ends that get more targets a game than he does. You know, so yeah. it's not like he's doing it off of his targets, but he does a lot with his targets. You know, you see when he catches it across the middle, he's got this kind of you know Gronk like to him. Sometimes he gets a lot of red zone. So you know, with the way the tight ends are, you're definitely playing him. Um, you know, maybe he can do okay in this game. Maybe, um, you know, he gets looked at a little bit more because of, of game script, but, uh, let me yeah. throw a better days at y'all, uh, real mm, quick. Yeah. Uh, Cause I have one for this game and I'll start with you, Gabe. Uh, and it's going to be a cross position. So, uh, Deontay Johnson versus Mark Andrews. Who, who do you like better? Oof. And the flex. Oh. Yeah. This is kind of a flex battle here. Yeah. That's tough. Um, I'm going to go Deontay Johnson. Uh, Deontay you know, Johnson? Yeah, I, I'm hoping he, you know, he looks healthy again. You know, he, he gets his eight eight targets again and has yeah. an okay game. Yeah, I think I go Deontay you mean, you mean fifth? You mean 15 okay, targets, Gabe? I mean, I, yeah, you, know, you <laughs> want to say that, but, uh, but I'll take the 10, uh, eight to 10. But, uh, I mean, when he's been healthy, he's been – pretty dominant you know end of last year the first couple games this year uh he got 10 targets the first game 13 the second game and then the middle two he was hurt in he only got two and one and then he got 15 the last game so when healthy it's 10 to 15 targets per yeah. game i mean <laughs> exactly is a lot right i would leave uh, yeah go ahead trey i'm just gonna say the same thing deontay for me uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Andrews. It looks like uh, Deontay Ooh. misses practice on Wednesday with a with a toe injury. So Oof. doesn't look like he's in danger of missing. But if he's maybe uh, hampered at all, you know, limping out there, I'd uh, I kind of like Andrews this week. I think the Steelers might be able to push the the Ravens a little bit, and I think that's one of the main things with Andrews is their damn defense is so good and they're ahead in so many games that Lamar's not mm-hmm. throwing in the second halves. So, you know, if, if they had an entire game's worth of, you know, uh, pass distribution, I feel like Andrews could get that six to nine, you know, target range, but instead he's a lot of times in the four to five. So let's, that's uh, a good point. Uh, let's hope sure. for some more, some more scoring, you know, fantasy mm-hmm. points are fun. That okay. guy in little. <laughs> I think uh, this is a Hollywood Brown uh, breakout game. Uh, this is a perfect setup. This is what you Sound want. Sound the alert. Yep. <laughs> I wish I had my alarm ready. I didn't have my buttons up. But, uh, yeah, no, you can't run on the Steelers. You can't run on them at all, at all, at all. So it's going to yeah. be a lot of Lamar running, a lot of dump downs to Dobbins, a lot of dump downs to Ingram if he's playing, and then uh, Mark Andrews over the middle. But the home mm-hmm. run, the way you hit the Steelers is the way A.J. Brown hit them, the way they uh, attacked them. They didn't get deep on them, but that's how you got to win. You got to go deep, and I think they're going to try to hit Hollywood 
and push this secondary back because the Steelers' only weakness is their secondary. So yeah, I leave the Gus bus parked in the garage. Don't don't fire up that Gus bus this week. No, just hop off the Gus bus. Dobbins is a sneaky one because of uh, catching and coming, you know, back and third down. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. He's got the he's got the upside. I just don't see any upside for Gus this week. No sir, none at all. All right. Yeah, let's get to the next one. We've got about four more games to get through before the Get Your Guy segment. Uh, next game, P-Man, Chargers going to the Broncos. The over-unders at 45. The Chargers are favored by three points here. Uh, everybody's favorite, Mr. Herbert, going to the Broncos. Uh, just tell me your typical starters from the Chargers and Broncos that we're working with here. Uh, well, Herbert's earned his place. Uh, he's yeah. uh, number one in Gabe's heart right now. Uh, yeah. Take overtaking Lamar as uh, as the number one starter on his everybody's uh, team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah man. Everybody coming back is a consistency. Exactly. He's the fourth uh, fourth quarterback uh, overall points per game. Fourth Oof. points per Jesus. game. I had him at home. It's a yeah. uh, it's it's a success story. You know, a lot of people were talking shit about him. I think that just proves to everybody that we don't really know how to evaluate quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Like Mahomes and Watson were picked behind Trubisky. Like there's a lot of. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of shit that happens that, you know, Blake Bortles in the top three and uh, Russell Wilson in the third round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's Lamar Jackson, number 32, you know, like Josh Allen behind Sam Darnold. Like there's just a lot that goes on that, you know, who knows until these guys actually get in the league. So, uh, who are you starting from there? Oh yeah, exactly. Back to, back to this game. Uh, I'm I'm definitely rolling out Herbert. I've got Jackson and Kelly still neck and neck. I don't know between those two backs. Who's going to distinguish themselves. I feel like Kelly's got an edge in standard, maybe some goal line value Jackson in a, in a half point or full PPR, but Either way, they're not able to run the ball. That's the sad truth of this team is they don't run block well. They uh, they pass short to Allen. They pass long to guys like Mike Williams and the other no name receivers they have. So that's what yeah. makes Herbert. That's what makes Herbert even more like shocking to me. He's doing yeah. this without any kind of help or run game, which most rookies would struggle like in exactly. a heartbeat. Exactly, and then that's what's really turning up his fantasy value is because now he has to run. You know, like right. they're not able to run the ball, so he's not in favorable situations. So now he's a throwing deep and b running himself to try and you know keep them in the game because yeah, well, everybody knows we love Herbert. Else. So I mean, who, who yeah, else are we yeah, going to yeah, try yeah. here? All right, so definitely <laughs> keeping Keenan Allen in every week. Uh, Allen is in every week. I'm thinking Mike Williams is kind of like a dart throw you know trey hyped him up the other week but that one game that mike williams really did well was when keenan allen sat so i'd kind of maybe stash him for now until we see a little bit more uh the uh mike williams we've come to know and love in those uh, contested catches hunter henry if he's healthy i've got him as a low end tight end one maybe you know high end tight end two on the other side of the ball i've got a question for y'all about these running backs man Lindsay looked better then Gordon until he got hurt last week. And then uh, Gordon comes in and kind of does what Gordon does, like yeah. just kind of plods along and then eventually saves his day with a trash time touchdown. Like which one of those guys would y'all have rest of season? I guess I'll start with Jay. He's because I would go Lindsay, you know, like I think Lindsay's got got that backfield. If they give it to him, I think he'd be better for the team. Uh, uh, Jay, what do you think? I think if you gave me both and I had to get rid of one, I would get rid of Lindsay only because if they're both healthy, it seems to me the coaching staff is starting Melvin Gordon. So I, I like true, to start that's true. It just it seems like a bad idea or a bad yeah. a bad oh, decision. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. All right, Jay. I mean, uh, Gabe. Guess guess Gabe. What do you think, Gordon or Lindsay? 
I guess it's the same thing with Jay. I, I'd go Gordon. You know, the game, they get him, give him the ball. He has had some good ones. And then Lindsey just gets hurt a lot. He's in the concussion protocol again. Um, yeah. You know, so he's just hard to, hard to trust a little bit there. So if I had to pick, I'd pick Gordon. But, I, I mean, I, I don't have any stock in either of those. I've stayed away from yeah. that, that backfield. Trey, what do you think? I'm kind of leaning with the same of these two guys. I, yeah, I lean Gordon yeah. slightly. I don't like Gordon a lot. I think he's just a guy. He's like David Johnson, maybe a little bit more juice. But, I mean, uh, he fumbled once in the first game and lost it. And then the last game he fumbled twice and lost both. So oh, dude. Did you see one of the fumbles? Wild. He threw it over Locke's head on a flea flicker. It was one of the worst plays I've seen on a football <laughs> field all <laughs> year. It was so yeah. stupid and bad. Like, Some I just think with the, there with it, old Melvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and also, also maybe a suspension looming is the only reason that I like Lindsay as well. You know, Pat, what do you think? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I think they're they're very very close in terms of yeah. talent. You know, and, and Lindsay's got a certain explosion to him. He can catch out of the backfield. Both of them can catch out of the backfield pretty good. But yeah, man, with that suspension looming, oh man, I think it's just a flip a coin on these two. I think Gabe's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe even try to stay away. And yeah, does anybody like Tim Patrick? I was wondering, you know, I've got him in a couple leagues and I, I might be biased if I start talking good about him. Does anybody start Tim Patrick this week? We know Jared is a little banged up at that, no? That's true. That's true. So I guess we'll see the injury report. Yeah. I don't I mean, think he practiced. Oh, wow. Yeah, not spotted. That's bad news. Uh, so but Wednesday, Wednesday I, I was going to say that earlier. Deontay Johnson and Juju basically haven't practiced a Wednesday this year. Um, okay. That's yeah. Pittsburgh does a lot, uh, you know, and some yeah. teams are definitely this year with those everything are, going on Wednesdays. Those are two different players, game. though, you know, with two different like built up, uh, you know, credibility with their coaching staffs already, though. Too. I mean, just two different teams. You sure. know? No, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just saying Wednesdays it's hard to gauge if they're not yeah. spotted. You know, um, a lot of people are using it as a rest day in Corona year. Yes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so with Gordon, uh, he actually hit 14, 15, 27, and 11. Uh, so he actually, you know, got over 13, uh, three games and Philip Lindsay's high is 13. So I'm just kind of worried if Philip Lindsay doesn't get the touchdown, he's kind of feels limited. That's my only. He did get over a hundred yards that one game though, but it, that was a lot of touches though. That was without. Yeah. Goal. Yeah. No, he did last game, but that's his, that's his high on the year is 13. You yeah. know, he was on his way last game, man. He had seven he for was. 70 in the first half or wait, what is that? Nine for 79. Like it was. It was going down. That's what I saw him shot out of a cannon last year, Philip Lindsay, you know, but yeah, he looks not, great when fresh. I just don't know how great he looks when he just starts getting, you know, hits after a couple yeah. of hits. It seems like he dramatically dropped down. So yeah. All right. What's our next game? All right. Thank you. All right. Next game, Trey, this one's going to you. This one's going to be the saints going to the bears. This is uh projected to be a low scoring game. 43 points. The saints four point favorites over the bears uh, on these, these bears first. Let's start with these bears uh, outside of the running backs. I heard uh, Mr. Allen is uh, injured as well right now. Uh, Allen Robinson uh, outside of the running back Montgomery. Is there anybody else you can even start on those bears? Ah, bears. Yeah. I- I wouldn't even start Montgomery, man. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, the Saints are a really good run D. Um, he's, uh, he doesn't look as explosive as he did. Um, it looks like all he can do is drag people along. He can't even juke them. Like, that was his big thing. He was the most elusive guy coming out of college at um, uh, Iowa State. He was this, this crazy, you know, he was CEH but thicker. 
He was uh, Lev Bell Jr., I heard. Yeah, yeah right, yes, right. Yes, and yes. CH will actually make one guy, two guys miss every single damn play. The third guy has to tackle him, right? Okay. And so this guy, David Montgomery, doesn't make anyone miss anymore. And they're just bringing him down, and he can't, he has no separation. We so don't he's like just a him. guy. Yeah. Well, he's a guy. I like him against uh, good matchups. So if he's just a guy, I'm not going to play him against a good run D. Uh, New Orleans, especially if they're going to be probably playing from behind, so then they're going to rely on dump down. So he might Michael save Thomas. your bacon. With, he might save your bacon with the uh, catches like he did last game. He ended up getting you five catches for 21 yards, which hit the 9.4 mark for you. So without those catches, he's getting you like four points. Uh, but yeah, Allen Robinson, uh, he's actually hurt right now. Um, and so, I mean, you're going to play Mike, Montgomery if you have no other options because everyone's sure. running back. I would just say temper your expectations because he's well, We don't like down. him, though, this week. Though, so. Yeah, but we're just we're just letting him breathe so we can talk yeah. about it. So, uh, Allen Robinson, um, you're not going to – you're not going to start him if he's not going to play, of course. But he's uh, in this concussion concussion protocol like Lindsey, so you got to keep it on him. If he's ready to roll, go ahead and roll him out there. Uh, Jimmy Graham, I'm not playing. He's 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 you know he's going to rely on the, the the one trick, the one touchdown. If he doesn't get it, you know he doesn't get it. I mean he's tight end number nine seven, depending on what league you're looking in, which is crazy. He's super consistent, but I mean there's no upside there. It's five five ten five twenty one two ten. So. He got you 21 one week, and you got to rely on two touchdowns. I'm not relying on that. Uh, Jared Cook, you can definitely fire up on the other end on the Saints, um, especially if Michael Thomas is out. Uh, I believe he did get that touchdown last week, yep, and he ended up getting you 10.7, so he, that's that'll work. And uh, Callaway, he's the sneaky guy. I think if Michael Thomas doesn't play, I like Callaway out of all the receivers, and he would only be a flex for me just because he's so young and so new. Uh, he Kamara. did not practice on Wednesday. He's got an ankle okay. injury. He limped off at the end of the game. Yeah. So basically, you're going to find the, old, the healthiest receiver for the Saints and play that guy. Yeah. I don't know if it's Trey yeah. Quan, if it's Callaway, whatever, whoever it is, start the number one Saints healthy guy. It could be uh, a guy named Deontay Harris. That's crazy if it's Deontay yeah. Harris. Undrafted guy. guy out of Assumption College. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh. I don't know about Drew Brees against the Bears, man. Uh, that's that's a tough matchup for Old Brees, but if you got no other options, then roll them out there. But it's a their Bears got a stingy D, man. They always do. They got a wicked front line. All right, so we're going to the next game. Uh, P man, this one's going to be the Niners at the Seahawks. Niners at the Seahawks. Uh, this one's they're expecting a lot of points out of this one. Uh, this one's fifty three and a half. The over under three points is the line for Seahawks. Uh, favored by a field goal uh, on the uh, Seahawks. Naturally, you're going to be starting your DK, your Tyler, your Tyler Lockett's, you know, your Russ is going to, you're going to be putting them in uh, from the running backs though. What's the latest and what are you feeling? Is it a gamble to be even putting in a running back or is it just last second Sunday? Uh, man, you're pretty much just going to have to wait. You know, uh, the, the two names that were on the waiver wire to pick up were, Carlos Hyde and DJ Dallas uh, looks like Chris Carson's pretty much a long shot to play. We all know he's a warrior and he's going to, you know, do whatever he can to get on the field. But this midfoot sprain looks like it uh, not only this week, but it could be something that lingers. I heard it's something that could, you know, affect him the rest of the year almost, you know, once you're, once you get in that, uh, those weird kind of foot issues, it, it, it yeah. could be something tough. So Just Carlos Hyde's got his own kind of hamstring, but uh, I heard a weird blurb today. Apparently Pete, uh, Pete Carroll said that 
he hurt the hamstring on a celebration. So I'm guessing whenever he yeah. scored that touchdown, he uh, did a little jumping around and hurt his hamstring like an idiot. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a Terrible. that's a little disheartening as someone who picked him up in a couple leagues. But Carroll did downplay the injury. He said it's not a big deal. So it looks like Hyde. Uh, if you spent the fab on him, that was a uh, money well spent, which I did. So I'm a. Uh, I'm happy to hear that he should be good to go this week. And uh, DJ Dallas is kind of in the wait and see mode. Maybe stash him until we see what uh, what kind of role he can carve out for himself. An interesting go, name is uh, Old yeah. Richard Penny. If uh, if Carson does miss a lot of time, Penny could be coming off the uh, the PUP in a couple weeks. And so if you have an IR spot, maybe uh, put Penny in your IR like I did in one league. Smart. I got Niners, a, a better uh, days uh, before we leave this one, Jay. Oh, unless you got yeah. anything yeah. there. No, no. Yeah, no. Definitely the Niners. Debo's out, right? We know that now. Jeff Wilson's out. So definitely Jarek McKinnon. Uh, Ayuk is back in. Uh, Kittle. I don't know I if think anybody Ayuk, else. Ayuk's one of my start of the weeks. Uh, Seattle has the, probably the worst secondary. I said yeah. that three yeah. times already. No, that's right. Yeah. But that's they're, right. they're really bad, y'all. And, and Ayuk is, is the truth. And uh, they're, just watch out for Brandon Ayuk breakout. This week, I totally agree. I uh, I tried to trade. Me and Pat talked about that Juju for Geo trade earlier, and I did everything I could to try and work Ayuk into that trade. And Pat wasn't budging. That was a smart move by him. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to say I'm going to shoot my shot on the 49ers backfield. I picked up Tevin Coleman in a couple backfield in a couple leagues, and uh, the McKinnon coach speak. I'm not going to buy into it. So I think it might be oh. a Coleman hasty backfield this week. So. uh I don't know if, it, if it's me and I'm playing DFS. I'm not touching Derek McKinnon, and I could uh, I could put some cheap money on uh, both Coleman and Hasty if uh, if 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 Coleman, of course, is off the IR practicing and and playing. Well, then I know how you're going to answer this better days bet. Then Carlos Hyde versus Jarek McKinnon in this game. Rugal, I oh, imagine yeah, that yeah, you're going mark with me down the, as Hyde. Hyde, Jay, how, what, yeah. or, do you? I agree? take McKinnon. Mm, very interesting. Trey Gross, Hyde. Gab. Uh, I'm actually going to go McKinnon. Oh, I like it. A split there. It's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I think it's really split close. Decision. Split decision. Four Niners are going to be in a shootout kind of open script game. They're going to be dumping down to McKinnon, so I could see it go both ways. But, man, Seattle, dude, whoever the receiver number one is going against them, the way Russell Wilson pushes the ball on the offense and the way their defense plays, I mean, Hopkins ate last week. Whoever whoever the best receiver goes against Seattle, they're just going to have their career game. It's crazy because it's a perfect setup with Russell Wilson pushing the script on the other side and their defense not stopping anyone. It's crazy. I want to ask our 49ers fan, is Kendrick Bourne in, in the realm of possibility in this uh, perceived shootout? No, so uh, – and mostly because of going back to your game script, P, is that Shanahan, if people don't know, you should know now, you know, Shanahan definitely – his goal is going to be trying to run it at least 30 times. And if you're trying to run it at least 30 times, then, you know, there's going to be less throwing theoretically though too. I mean, so just overall, just less attempts. I know I, I don't I don't like it. Yeah, Jimmy only had 25 attempts last week. To your point, we'll, we'll see. Uh, at, at Seattle, I think those attempts are going into the forties. It's yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, just halftime last week. I'm yeah. just with with divisional games though. Too sometimes, you know, they can flip the other way though. You know, where defenses just all of a sudden show up. You know, so hey, I, I'm, we'll I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the 49ers D this week. I think I'm going against Lockett, Metcalf, Russ, all those guys. So, <laughs> I need some 40. I mean, Robert Sala. You know, get yourself a good game plan, buddy. Hey, I brought my Niners jacket. You can wear it. Yeah. I see four. Oh, yeah. I got fire, Rugal, for sure. Yeah. DFS, you know, I, cheap yeah. guy. 
Ayuk had 115. They're going to try to stop him at least some, which means Bourne is probably going to be the wide receiver too with Debo out. You know, might get at least some additional looks. Yeah, they're looking to monster kittle game, monster kittle. Yeah, they're looking to put Trent Taylor in at the three. Also, I mean, which he's not worth anything. I'm just giving context for all the people born right. Trent will be at their Ayuk and Kittle. Yep. Nice. What's our next game, Jay? Last game. This one's going out to both our special guests tonight and Mr. Producer Pat. This is the Cowboys and the Eagles. Ring the bell. We'll start with Pat, and then Pat can toss the gap for your starters, Pat. Any starters for the Cowboys this week? Danucci? Anybody? Oh, man. I don't 13. know if Denunzio is getting in. Uh, Low scoring game. I'm sorry. Over under 43. Eagles. Eagles favored by eight. Zeke almost made If I was a Zeke owner, he almost would make my scary players to own. But then there's a lot of sort of uh, the 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 back way, or what is that called? The, the wave breaking back, you know, and, the you know, people kind of turning the tide on him and saying, you know, there's better days to come. So it's kind of hard to gauge on what you're going to get out of him. He's probably a low end RB one at this point. Um, and then the wide receivers who freaking knows with Denunzio in there, uh, we're trying to sell you Aerosmith tickets. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, Cooper, you would think, you know, if you're in a pinch, a wide receiver two or three, but you just don't know what uh, the Denuns is going to get you. <laughs> yeah. And so like with Elliott? Dalton, you know, who are you, you going to start in these uh, as far as uh, catching the ball? Zeke got 5.6 last game and eight before that. Yeah. And so since Dak stopped the run pretty well, um, yeah. you know, didn't play anybody last week with the Giants, Baltimore the week before. But Connor the week before with the Steelers winning still had 15 for 44 and a touchdown. So mm-hmm. uh, Zeke, you're probably playing. But if you've got two other options, you know, yeah. I, it, it wouldn't I be crazy to, to bench Zeke with everything going on in Dallas right now. Yeah, he's had only 12 carries in three of the last four games. And in the last two games, his snap share is down in the 60s. Whenever he used to count on him as one of those guys that played almost every snap in the McCaffrey mold. And now he's literally in a timeshare with Pollard. So, yeah, alarm bells. It's uh, it's tough. Your point, point, Rubel Pollard actually crept in uh, two games before um, Dak got hurt. He started getting 30% snap share snap share week four um so it's that Cleveland. was two games yeah, yeah. That, was whenever, that was whenever zeke started with only 12 carries so yeah good call yeah. Yeah. I must, ahead of the curve i must add context to a statement that gab made over there about the eagles run defense being pretty well uh i i have numbers that show otherwise though i have them as a lower five rushing defense though <laughs> i have them giving up 130 yards a game, uh, 4.5 a carry, and at least one and a half touchdowns per game for rushing touchdowns. So not exactly the the best, uh, but maybe they're improving at the moment. So, yeah, I would. I can't believe I'm going to play this for Gabe before he goes into the Eagles. uh, That was going to be one of your uh, walk-up. But if we have any chance at – one of these high draft picks, I guess. Uh-huh. Why, but Gab, you got to tell me who we can start at least from the Eagles outside of Mr. Wentz. Uh, we still going Mr. Fulgham? Uh, yeah, real quick, Jay. That, yeah. I agree that, you know, we don't have a stout defense, running defense. It just hasn't been that bad. Th- that number you probably said is all rushing yards, and Daniel Jones yes. did have 
uh, 80 on one carry last week and 92 overall, which skews this the number. This is over seven, seven games. But, it's over seven games. Uh, right a here. little bit. But but we we have been better of late. Nobody has rushed over 44 as a running back over the last couple of weeks. So, so, I mean, like I said, you're still starting, Zeke. But um, uh, uh, I did see on my Philadelphia Eagles Instagram that Jalen Rager was out on the field today. I, I don't know how mm. much he did practice, yeah. but he was activated Monday off of IR. And uh, the the news yeah. is trending in the right direction that he's playing. Yeah, um, I like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I'm still probably playing full him if you have him. I mean, you spent money on him. You, uh, you haven't been too disappointed by him. Uh, Gab, since- real quick, let me, let me get you a better yeah. day since you mentioned uh, Fulham. Okay. Are you is anybody going Cooper over Fulham in this game? Not me. Hmm. Not me. Not with that Dallas secondary. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not me either. I, I, it's like I, I want to just because I'm hoping that you know they're having to pass the whole second half, but who's right. passing it? You know, and so no. Right. I, 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 Fulham <laughs> at 11 targets again last week. You know, I, I'm, 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 I'll go him. Yeah. All right. How a about a suit. how about a rookie receiver better day? CD Lamb or Jalen Rager in his return? Ooh. Shit, I'd take Rager. That's yeah, how bad me I think. too. I'd take Rager too. Just the unknown. Yeah. The Cowboys. Uh, no. Yeah. If he's yeah. healthy, he's playing, then yeah, I'd take him. Yeah, like talk wins. about scary players. I think CD Lamb should be at the top of that list, man. A couple weeks ago, people thought they had a steal, and now he could be, you know, almost waiver wire fodder. It's crazy how quickly it can change sometimes because he did look like if you if you were going against him, you're like, oh, great. I got to go against CD, you know, almost a month ago. Okay. Some of us yeah, who I had Gallup so. experienced it long ago. So Yeah, we're, exactly. We're, those, those wounds are still fresh. Um, I, I also want to throw uh, Richard Rodgers. You know, we, we talked a little bit about tight ends, yeah. you know, and they're, yeah, they're yeah. kind of a, a crapshoot. I would put him up there with the Jerry Cooks if you're, you know, in that kind of realm. We had a mysterious caller a couple weeks ago uh, mention him in a call. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, Ertz, Ertz in our tight end game has been awful, so people might want to stay away from them, but it's because Ertz is all we had. Ertz got double teams, yeah. you know, 70% of the time. Obviously, the Giants decided to not go that route last week, and, and so Rodgers was able to have a 6-for-85 day, um, you know, with the Dallas secondary and him being our basically only tight end. I, I could see him getting eight targets again. Except um, Mundo. So, so he's hey. a flyer you can play. What's up with the running backs, though? Who's going to – is Miles Sanders going to play, or are we still doing the, the Boston Scott? So Great Boston Scott? They're, they're pretty tough with – you know, he's going to be questionable probably throughout the week. Um, I wouldn't be surprised since we have our – Eagles have their bye week next week that um, they decide to bench him and go Scott, who played fine last week. We did do that week one against the Redskins, probably thinking we could beat them too and lost that game. So um, it, it, it's right now is what I read everything today. It's still very questionable with Miles Sanders. Uh, most things do have him projected as a, as a decent projection versus like for context, sleeper has Carson projected two points because they pretty much know he's not going to play, but they have Miles Sanders still projected 15 points because he's got much more of a chance to play. Um, but I would say it's on the the worst end of 50-50 that he plays. Mm. Exactly. Right. So it being Sunday night, that's just really tough. I probably wouldn't count on it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah exactly. Count. Yeah, I just went through y'all's uh, game script to look at running backs going against you. And you're right, man. There's only one running back that got over 60 yards all year against you guys. Um, it's crazy. Um, but the, the thing is, is that Lamar got 104. 
Yeah. yeah, the Lamar got 104, uh, Daniel Jones got 92, and that's where those numbers are kind of getting skewed. But, man, against the run, uh, running back, um, y'all y'all look to be uh, pretty stout. So, so Denunzio's going to run for, like, 50 and a touchdown? <laughs> yeah. That's what we yeah. let, allow. It was a huge <laughs> run from running back. No, it's crazy because uh, y'all held Connor to, like, 48, but this backup guy got two carries for 68, McLeod. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, where did this come from? Uh, that's a running back. I mean, that's a receiver. Receiver. Uh, same happened with another one. Ayuk was the leading receiver in the 49er game with 30-something yards. So it's like y'all are, uh, are getting kind of tricked up. Duped. It's weird. Yeah, they get duped. Yeah. Oh, no. we've al- yep. Eagles have allowed some, some big plays. I would not be so, – like, you know, that's why that's why you kind of have to play Zeke. I know we've talked a couple plays you talked about. Does Zeke, but does Zeke get big plays? Like that's my serious yeah, question. I don't, serious. Think so. I don't think he has a carry over 20 yards. Like in the last two years. I know. Point, yeah. So Pollard, look out for Pollard. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gabe. All right. Let's get into some guys. Yeah, Gabe. We have a segment here called the Get Your Guys segment where we kind of try to pitch somebody who we're trying to trade for, or go get somebody we like for the rest of the season or even just this weekend. So if you got a guy in mind, you can jump in with us here. Yeah. I, 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 I'll wait. Yeah, you're good, buddy. Come on in, man. Uh, the water's uh, fine. Gap, go ahead. Gap, go ahead. I thought about this a little bit earlier, and, and I mean, he, he's pretty high on most people's radars. So it's not like he's, you know, coming out of nowhere. But but A.J. Brown is who I actually tried to go get earlier this year and uh, and wasn't able to when he when he was hurt. The the I forget who it was, but they were smart to hold on to him. But just for context, he's come back for the last three games, and he's had 17, 20, and 27. Uh, that might be full people, you know, but, uh, he's, he's a clear cut number one, uh, with a, with a good quarterback that throws two touchdowns almost every single week. So he's got score potential. He's got PPR potential. Um, and so, I mean, I look at him as depending on what your roster is, uh, low end RB one and definitely a, a stud RB a wide receiver one stud wide receiver two. If, if, you know, you have somebody else. So Zeke for AJ Brown. Oh yeah. I, I mean, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously needs a little bit, you know, if you're really bad at running back already, you know, and Zeke's somebody you're still starting every week, but no, yeah. Trey, you have AJ Brown in some leagues. Would you take Zeke if somebody offered you that? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Not even in a standard league in standard Trey. Well, that's nope, ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I Pollard might be taking over. They're going to save Zeke because they gave him all the money, and they don't want to beat him up in a one and five, one and six, fifteen year. And they're going to basically, uh, you know, it, this could be it could be really scary where Zeke just kind of gets phased out to save his legs for next year. You know, all right, how about why this? Would, why, why would you, would you, take, you take Josh Jacobs for AJ Brown? Yes, uh, I would. You, that's that's really close. Uh, yeah. If I need a running back, I would probably do that. Um, but I think AJ Brown's going to finish in the top five, so Ooh. it's that's close because I think yeah. Josh Jacobs is about a running back ten. So yeah. receiver five for running back ten is about fair in my book. Yeah, I keep the running back and always aggressive. Running backs hard to find. Everyone's beat up. So when you get Josh Jacobs, I know you don't want to get rid of AJ Brown. I mean, I own him in three leagues, so he's like my guy. But I, I mean, I think I'd have to do that because you know. Josh Jacobs is a good running back, and I don't care what happened last week. It's just one week. So Yeah, exactly. I'd keep Josh Jacobs. He's going to have his good matchup still. So yeah. You just hope right. they throw him the damn ball. That's fucking worrying. Well, just so you know, yeah. too, Gabe, I think A.J. Brown is definitely a GYG guy, right, guys? I mean, we were oh, all yeah. sure. We've, we've endorsed him since uh, since the beginning. What's, yeah, uh, what's, your guy, Jay? Or what's your guy, Trey? 
he was clocked going the fastest out of any receiver on the field this year at 21.7 miles per hour on that touchdown run. So, uh, and he runs, he's a 230 pound guy. Who, who, so. AJ? Yeah. That, that's yeah. on an offensive play because I, be, I believe DK Metcalf beat that um, on a defensive. Yeah. Well, DK, DK has it, yeah, on that chase down. I think he got 22 something, which is just absolutely absurd. Yep. That dude, that dude's a scary that, freak. That, that might have no been Mm. Yeah, thank you, Gabe. That might have been the best fucking play not talked about by any – like, I, it was talked about, but, I mean, it's going to go down to me as one of the best plays of the year. Especially and they, they, Yeah, and they, and they ended up, you know – I mean, they didn't win the game, so you can't – I, I saw it talked be, about a lot. There, yeah. there was, yeah, if they would have won the game, though, whoo, that would have been really, really big time. But, anyways, my uh, my, my player is uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, I've been I've been, you know – don't you mean Talking scary Terry? Scary Terry. What mm, Halloween. Jesus so um, I I own him pretty much in every league, Dynasty as well. Um, he's a guy I went and picked up um, last year in Dynasty right when I saw him flash. Uh, I, I was sold. Um, but he was he's kind of a no-namer out of, out of you know, he didn't really have a big uh, college career. Um, kind of a one-year wonder. Uh, he had so many weapons with Haskins on Ohio State that – Paris Campbell actually got drafted ahead of him. So he comes in the NFL. Uh, he's known as a fast track guy. But all of a sudden, you know, I see him as a complete receiver. And I was like, why is this guy, like, learning his craft so quick? So I did some research. And, yeah, man, um, oh, uh, our favorite uh, guy from Ohio State, uh, Meyer, uh, he basically said he was the best college uh, player he's ever coached professional wise, like came in early, stayed in late, got in the books, like wanting to be great, wanting to learn, asking questions. Now I'm hearing he's the best locker room guy in uh, Washington and the team is rallied around him. And he's like doing these prep rallies in the locker room. And basically he's the leader. He's the man of, of Washington. It's only his second year. So this guy is literally like 30 and he's only 25. And uh, once Haskins is gone, I'm like, all right, Will's up. Here we go. It's takeoff time. And so it actually happened. First game, 11 for 90 and a touchdown. Uh, 15 points. Um, that's a standard league. So in half point, I mean, you probably got you around, yeah, 19. So it's uh, it's it's all promising going forward. Uh, Allen is capable. He's not the best. I'm just saying Haskins is the worst. So uh, in context, you're getting a pretty nice little bump up. And here's his targets for the year. 7, 10, 8, 14, 7, 12, 11. I mean, that's all day. That's what you want. And so it's only going to trend in that direction as he gets more familiar with Kyle Allen. I would go trade for him right now. He's receiver probably. I think I just had it up here. He's receiver, I think, uh, yeah, 11 overall right now um, in a crazy-ass year. But I think he can easily get up uh, higher than that. No, he's re- I'm sorry, receiver 21 overall. So, yeah, I think he can get up to receiver one status and finish in the top 12. And that's where I'd, I'd go all in on Terry McLaurin. Word. Yeah. He's got it all, man. He's not just a fast guy. He catches in traffic, catches uh, over the middle. Uh, great after the catch. He's a tactician route runner like Amari Cooper, but better after the catch than Amari. So, yeah, his only weakness is being on the Red, Redskins and having Kyle Allen as quarterback. But, you know, we just got to hope Kyle Allen is uh, just comparable. You know, just just get it done. Nothing great. Just get it done. Basics. Yeah, well, let me go into my guy then. Uh, my guy is definitely somebody we touched on earlier and uh, definitely somebody who is on a team that I root for is Mr. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, uh, the reason why, you know, you're seeing some injuries around him, not just at the receiver spot, but also at the running back position, uh, because guys like him and Debo were kind of used as sort of hybrid players to, you know, take run, uh, take some carries uh, to kind of help out the running backs. So with just so many injuries coming along, uh, 
you know, he just seems to be somebody who's going to be be around to be able to get targets. They're going to be using him. He's already their best wide receiver with Debo off the field outside of Kittle, but the wide receiver crew. So um, he's somebody that uh, if you could trade for, sure. I mean, uh, somebody may try to overcharge you for him, but uh, yeah, he's somebody who I think uh, I really like to have a pretty good season the rest of the season moving forward, though, for sure. Arukin's uh, very, very nice. I like that call, Jay. I think he's going to trend in a high direction going forward really quickly, um, especially with Debo out. Man, uh, these rookies are coming along quick, and Ayuk is uh, the real deal, and they don't have to just throw it to him. They can hand it to him, toss it to him, screen it to him. So I love Ayuk. Yeah, for context to folks out there, I'm kind of like projecting him as sort of a hopefully like a 10-point floor. You know, hopefully just give me that 10 points on even a rough week, but if he can get 18 to 20-plus, then yeah, even better. So. Yeah, definitely this week. That's not a bad call. I love the matchup against Seattle. P, are you up? Yeah, man, I'm going to go with another rookie. Uh, like Trey said, these uh, these rookies are coming through. You know, this rookie class seems to be one that's really going to give us quite a few fantasy options for years to come. But uh, for the here and now, it's, uh, it seems like DeAndre Swift's time is coming in Detroit. He uh, he was a decent so you're pick. you're right? Yeah, he is. <laughs> But uh, he uh, he had a little setback early in the year, and his name was Adrian Peterson. I guess he's still on the team, so I guess that hasn't quite uh, been hurtled yet. But I took him uh, in, a, in a fantasy draft before the Adrian Peterson signing, so that kind of uh, – uh, put a little, uh, you know, turd in my cereal, man. That really, really, you know, hampered uh, his expectations the first few weeks. However, the last three games, it seems like they're finally giving him a chance to shine. He's got a uh, four touchdowns in his last three games, and uh, since the bye, his snaps have just kept kept going up. He uh, was a uh, season high snap percentage this week at forty nine percent. He uh, that's a 46%, I should say. And uh, he had his player comp is Miles Sanders, man. He's got that uh, dual threat ability, some 448 speed. He's got four plus targets every game this year. So uh, these are, are just about every game but one this year. And uh, he's really, really someone that they should be getting the ball to a lot more than Adrian Peterson or carry on Johnson. Like when you look at these three backs, Swift is clearly the one they should be giving the ball to. They took him with the third pick in the second round, so he's almost a first-round pick. Like, he's really high, high draft capital. And, uh, yeah, like I said, he's got those touchdowns over the last three games. And Indianapolis isn't the best matchup this week, but then you get Minnesota, Washington, Carolina, Houston after that. So maybe you can go pick him up off someone's uh, bench if they're not starting him right now and uh, maybe put him in your RB2 slot uh, towards the second half of the year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Pat, you, you got you got something we need to be getting. Did uh did Gabe did you do your guy already? He went first. Yeah, yeah, you did first. Yeah, okay, my Brown. bad. Okay, yeah. that's right. AJ Brown. Uh, I do have one. It's for Jared though. Jared will be back with us on Monday. Uh, he is uh, doing some family stuff right now, but um, he says if anyone wants to know, I think Zach Moss is worth taking hmm. a flyer on. Uh, so I'm gonna count that as his guy. Don't That's ask me why he likes Zach Moss, but he uh, might be taking uh, Devin Singletary's job. Singletary really hasn't yeah. impressed, and uh, Zach Moss is, you know, it was supposed to be a one A one B situation, and Zach Moss has been hurt. So now that he's back, it could be Zach. Moss I figured they were, back. yeah. I figured they were probably tired of Singletary not not getting much production there. So uh, Zach Moss from uh, old uh, Jer Bear there, that's his guy. 
I think right. Zach, I think Singletary uh, is just a small guy, and he just couldn't take the load. And after about four weeks of trying to handle the load on his own, he just kind of wore down. And then Zach Moss is now fresh, so the context looks great. But let's see how it goes moving forward. I think Singletary is just as good, if not better, than Zach Moss. But, uh, you know, one guy's 100%. One guy's been playing hard four weeks without the other guy. So you just got to keep this even ebb and flow kind of thing going in your head of, like, what's really going on. So, so next week you're not caught off guard. That's three rookies in a row on the GYG segment. So it looks like, like we said earlier, you know, you might want to go uh, try and snag up these rookies while they're still on the waiver wire because the second half of the year is when they, they finally get to shine. I get old. Hey, go. They stay the same age. I mentioned Fulham last week. Uh, I think on the bonus episode, uh, we didn't get our get your guys in because we got cut off for internet. But uh, yeah, no, Fulham right in that same little rookie. Go get them now because they're just turning in that direction. Uh, P Ryan, uh, P Ryan is that is that guy for me coming out right now? You know, they got rid of Bell, and I think for a reason they they like P Ryan. Yeah, Fingers crossed. I can see that. I want uh, me too. Got his, he touch, got his first touchdown. Got his week. touchdown. I mean, he, he should start getting, you know, 10 to 15 touches. I uh, just see what he does with him. Again, a yep. very bad offense. Pat, you got any, uh, any uh, YPT this weekend? Yeah, we're going to do a Halloween one. YPTV 31, very fittingly. Uh, the Halloween Ooh. theme. So uh, I might even do it out in my front uh my front driveway here while I hand out candy and DJ. I'm a DJ oh, and then just uh, toss candy behind my back yeah, to the kitty. So, go to your house. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it'll be oh, good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Gabe, we appreciate well, you coming it, out today. Yeah, you got thank you, Gabe. Us, I was about Gabe. to say, thank you, yeah. thank you Gabe. Gabe. Thank you, guys. This has uh, been a pleasure. Coming for that title in La Liga. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell is that? <laughs> Oh my god. What did you do, Gabe? <laughs> I'm Happy Halloween, back. everybody. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Got a track. I'm looking nice to be on my display. <laughs>